0: Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another on Monologue podcast. I, as usual on these monologues, am your solo host, Bo. And uh, before we get into anything today, I do want to thank our longtime sponsor, longtime friend of the show, uh, Ashley Luann K. She can be found on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse. Uh, excellent nursing content there. And we're, we're always, always happy to mention her because she has just been a, an excellent supporter of the show. Guys. Uh, So, um, yesterday we discussed a video game that has multiple religions within it. And uh, I I, I think that's cool because that fits more to life, right? Like, uh, when people do world building and they have one religion present, even if it's a polytheistic religion, it's kind of lame, right? Because that doesn't happen in in reality. There's part of the beauty of culture is that the world is filled with so many beautiful religious traditions. So, uh, today we're going to talk about another video game. ...that features multiple religious traditions. And we're going to uh, talk about... uh There's there's two sides of this video game. I'm, I'm talking about the World of Warcraft. And for purposes of brevity, we'll get into this... W- and so that we can have sequel sequels to this episode. Uh, in fact, um in the Discord the other day... Which you can join. There's a link in this video, by the way. Please join the Discord. We're having a blast. Uh, I was pretty much coerced into eventually giving you guys... ...a, uh, a whole week of Warcraft lore... Uh, as a longtime Warcraft fan I'm looking very much forward to doing that for you guys it that might even be next week guys so uh stay tuned but uh we're going to talk about the alliance religions and for purposes of brevity as I was trying to say earlier we're only going to talk about the uh the alliance religions present in vanilla so in vanilla the alliance the grand alliance was made up of uh pretty much who was in it in uh, Warcraft 3 the dwarves gnomes and humans sans the high elves who in warcraft 3 became the blood elves and retreated to outland with their prince kalthas we'll find out more about the blood elves who will join the horde when they return in uh the burning crusade which blizzard please 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 the burning crusade classic make up for the sin that is overwatch make up for the sin of abandoning starcraft 2 make up for the sin of what you turned BFA into, and please ignore Activision just this once and give us the Burning Crusade classic, because I know those villains are behind you stalling its release. So, and of course, the Night Elves joined at the end of Warcraft Three into the Grand Alliance. So, um, there's a lot of confusion on the races in Warcraft. I've had to explain this to Adam a couple of times. So, before we get into the religions, let's explain this. When, tro- when we say trolls are a member of the Horde, we don't mean all trolls. This is why you will fight other Trolls, even if you're a Horde member. The Darkspear tribe is specifically the tribe of Trolls that joined Thrall's Horde in Warcraft Three, and those are the ones that you will specifically be playing in World of Warcraft. The uh, Ironforge dwarves are the dwarves that joined the Grand Alliance. The uh, Dark Iron dwarves won't join the Alliance until uh, the uh, patch that allied, allied allowed allied races in uh the very, very tail end of Legion at the beginning of Battle for Azeroth. So you're specifically playing Ironforge dwarves every time you make a dwarf, a normal dwarf, in uh World of Warcraft. So there's some confusion there. So just because a race is a member of uh in for instance the goblins that were introduced in uh in a, uh World in um Cataclysm, those are the Bilgewater cartel goblins and the Worgen that joined, or the Gil- the Alliance, or the Gilnean, blah 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 blah. blah. This explains the confusion people seem to have when they fight NPCs of the same race. There's different tribes, different cultures. Warcraft is pretty deep, guys. So, um, speaking of how deep it is, let's talk about the religions. And um, I find it interesting that at one point fans nicknamed Chris Metzen Green Jesus, because Chris Metzen is, of course, was of course the official voice of Thrall. I believe he returned to do to do Thrall for those cinematics that they did. Um even after he retired from Blizzard. The cinematics for BFA, of course, where Thrall comes back. Uh which now that I meant now that I remember that, I wonder if Having Thrall come back in those later patches was Blizzard trying to be like, Chris, come fix this. <laughs> like, can you please join back in? I'm, I'm joking. Uh, metson still supports his friends at Blizzard in all their creative endeavors. And despite my opinion of it, there are people that still enjoy this. So far be it from me. But um, Chris Madsen has uh doesn't like to be called Green Jesus. On Twitter, he's very vehement. He's like, hey, while I don't necessarily go around, you know, Pushing religion on, on people, I also feel like we shouldn't disrespect people's religion either. And if someone would be upset seeing me being called Green Jesus, I don't want to be seen as accepting that because I don't want to alienate my fans based on that. Which, first off, super cool, dude. That is super cool. But it becomes clear that Met's, But I think through that interaction and extrapolating the major religion of the Alliance, which we're about to get into, I think we can sort of get a really good feel on Chris Madsen's personal views on religion. Again, I don't think that every author is throwing their opinions into every little thing symbolically, but I think th- there's enough evidence here to say that maybe there was. So the light is the official religion of the hu- of humanity. Uh, it's the official religion of the Ironforge Dwarves. It is the official religion of uh, the gnomes. Beg your pardon. And uh, every member of the police priest class and paladin class is a follower of the light. Now, the horde races, that can be priests. This is a bit different. We'll get into that on tomorrow's episode, Religion to the Horde. But uh, on the Alliance, if you're a priest, well, except for night elves, night elves can be priests and they worship a loon, which we'll get into later on the show. But the holy light is kind of neat because it, the church is structured like the Catholic church. There's cathedrals, there's priests, there's bishops, there's things of that nature. And it looks very like the cathedrals, the cathedral, uh, section of Stormwind, uh the the human starting area uh northshire abbey this is all very there's friars and stuff like this This is all very medieval catholic i almost crossed my arms i caught myself doing it uh i didn't complete the cross adam i didn't it didn't go all the way through but uh the uh it's all structured very catholic but the actual religion of the light until we find out, and you know, we, we find out through deeper lore that there's actual like holy figures of the light, the Naru and things like that. But it based, just looking at the light, basically the religion of it, it's Buddhism in practice and belief. It, it's there's there's a holy light inside of you, and uh you your true nature is in that light, and you can share and blah. It's 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 Buddhism, and it's very very cool take on traditional uh, medieval inspired fantasy. I've always loved that about Warcraft. That the the major religion of Azeroth is neither monotheistic or polytheistic. It's not. They worship the holy light. And uh, now gnomes and dwarves also worship this. Although there is a lot of Ironforged dwarves who and gnomes who, after in Warcraft 3, finding out about the Titans and that their origins came from the Titans, not necessarily worshiping them in a strict sense, but uh, Adam hatched Togepi, everybody. He's playing a uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver projected onto his TV, and uh, he just hatched Togepi. Um, and he's not going to give it a nickname. Oh God, it's like he doesn't even care about him. Um, but uh, he's getting a call too that he's not answering. Jesus, like, why are you even playing the game? Um, but it was Professor Elm too, and he ignored it. <laughs> like, I don't get this guy. Anyway. Not necessarily worshiping the Titans, but sort of ex- sort of wanting to explore their origins there. Not necessarily their divine origins, but their physical origins, which that actually reminds me. Azeroth has a very interesting cosmology and a creation story. It's very original for uh, fantasy. We will cover that in the lore episodes. For now, we're just talking about the religions, and for the most part... No one really worships those. Now, we're going to get into the Night Elf religion, because the Night Elf religion is very original. They worship Elune, a moon goddess. And Elune is an actual moon goddess that actually exists. She's actually there when they worship her. And she's all about nature and stuff. And there's these demigods in nature, Cenarius uh, uh, and uh, the dragons. We'll get more into the dragons in the uh, lore episodes, but the dragons play prominently in the religions of Azeroth too because they were prominent in shaping Azeroth and we find out a lot about them in uh, Wrath of the Lich King uh, when we find out about the Wyr- Wyrmrest Accord and all of that but for now uh, let's keep talking about the religions and so uh, you have pre all Night Elf priests are actually priests of Elune uh, and I believe warlore wise they were all priestesses in Warcraft 3 uh, but of course, this uh, Night Elf, and I love the way Warcraft did this, they made it to where you could be a male or female priest in WoW, but they did this in an incredible way of not just like making it a silly retcon, but at the end of Warcraft 3 when the life tree is destroyed and the well of eternity is gone, uh, they really did a good job of making it to where Night Elf civilization had to restructure radically to meet that change, so that's why you have uh, female druids, male druids, stuff like that, and um, the druidic culture in night elf in night elf culture is huge as well. Uh, in fact, one of the hardest sells for me in Warcraft World of Warcraft was uh, how other races could be druids because it was so closely guarded by the night elves. But of course, they made proper retcons and stuff like that, which I actually found very acceptable. Uh, you've got to, oh, he's calling Professor Elm back now. Oh, he's got time now. But um, so the 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 way these cultures and this is brilliant on the world builders of Warcraft because these religions meld just fine. They don't even oppose the horde religions because none of these religions preach exclusivity. None of them. They're all good with the other ones that exist. Uh Elune knows about the Titans. Elune knows about the Naru. She's cool with it, man. Like, it's all good. The Light is just concerned about what keeps good around. It's all gravy, baby. And I find that to be the most interesting because we, we, we tend to see, because, of course, the heart of a story is conflict. But not everything within the story has to be conflict. Because at one point, you get a story where it's just everyone's against everyone and you can't predict anyone's behavior. And when you can't predict anyone's behavior, there's no tension. It's all shock. It's my uh, That's why I don't like slasher movies, because it's all shock. There's no real tension in them. Uh, If I want a movie to scare me, I will go watch the Ridley Scott masterpiece Alien, because the suspense in it is palpable. It's amazing. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. It's why I named my daughter Ripley, after the main character of that movie. But... Uh, in, in the same way, I feel Warcraft tells a better story without. Because Warcraft, Warcraft, it's about conflict on its head. But the conflict in it, it, even though it's just made for a video game, still feels more real than the conflict in a lot of novels and movies and stuff because this conflict is just made up and it's always cheap conflict. It's always this really. Of course, all of this conflict is made up. This is all fiction. But it, it's just this very cheap conflict that's just very easy to write off. Like, religious conflict is super easy to write. So I find it interesting that the Horde and the Alliance's problems with each other are not based in religion. Because Elune does not necessarily say that the shamanistic religion of the orcs is bad. In fact, she probably kind of likes it. Because it's still a very natural based. Uh, the Titans... Seen as how they tamed and brought order to the entire uh, Warcraft cosmology, they're not really opposed to any of these religions, because religion is by its nature order. Um, And also, we're going to find out a lot about the Titans and why they probably don't care about anything in Legion. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and and the lights. So this is the interesting thing about the religion of all of Warcraft, not just uh, the Alliance, is that it's all gravy, baby. It's all cool. So, uh, I find that very interesting, and it makes Paladins a lot cooler character, because Paladins in Warcraft, especially through the character we see of Uther Lightbringer in uh, Warcraft 3, are more Jedi than they are religious Zealots. And I think that's a very cool aspect, because a lot of people are uncomfortable playing Dungeons uh, dungeon Dragons Paladins, because they're all religious Zealots, which I disagree with. You can make a Paladin any way you want, but, you know, uh, Wizard of the Coast has really hammered down on keeping things uh, stereotypical in their writings, so whatever. Uh, That just goes back to my preference of uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, we won't get into that here. But I I do think uh, Wizards of the Coast's new campaign to uh, change the way they handle race is very important right now. I do think that. So Wizards of the Coast, for the first time in my entire history with you, I am saying bravo and well done. That's that's actually really cool that you're changing the way you do that. Uh, I will probably implement... Methods similar to that in future Advanced Dungeons Dragons campaigns that I play, but I'm not going to play your product. I'm still going to play Advanced Dungeons Dragons, which is a product of TSR. So, um, it, so right off the bat, just examining the vanilla, because of course we get new religions as uh as we get more races added to these uh, factions, uh, more, uh. More characters to make, we get more religious out views and things of that nature. But but the basis of Warcraft, I think it's very interesting that it's an entire this is an entire franchise based on war, but religion has almost nothing to do with that war, and I think that's really cool. So uh guys, tune in tomorrow where we'll be discussing the religion of the Horde. And uh, those who have been following our social media. Uh, last week i mentioned which we did sort of a, my journey with warcraft last week i'm talking about warcraft a lot i'm sorry you guys are going to hear a lot about dragon quest of warcraft from me um and i'm actually playing through ghost of tsushima right now so expect to hear a lot about that from me too but uh these are games that had huge impacts on me so of course i'm going to tell because that's what Donnerom's all about but uh uh, anyone following the social last week i spoke a lot about being very alliance um i was messing around and i i'm doing a journey to 60 in classic and I, i'm messing around and i made a horde tune and adam flat out told me since i was doing this run in classic for dawn around that i had to just pick a tune and stick with it and so i just stuck with this orc hunter and guys i'm loving the horde i really am so i'm excited to talk to you guys tomorrow about uh the religions of the horde guys please like and share and subscribe uh we've got patreon links in the description we've got uh merch links to this very snazzy new shirt uh this here is for the guys watching on youtube i'm just going to show it off for a minute Uh, i absolutely love it it's it's the coolest merch we sell um i really like the book though too guys check out the book but you can find links to all of our merchandise in the descriptions links to discord guys we're having a blast discord Um, In fact, you can literally watch me plan next week's monologues because it's guys telling me what to cover and stuff (laughs) in the video. It's really neat. I'm getting requests directly from people. We're having a blast. And, uh, guys, if you're in the mood for something a little different, you still love Donnarum. Of course you do. I love Donnarum. But if you're in the mood for something different, check out our buddy Keegan at the Framework of Tomorrow podcast. Great guy. Super sharp young man. Very smart. Uh, He does a really cool podcast about how the present, the past, and the future interact with each other, historically speaking. So, um, guys, check him out, please. And until next time, I can't wait to see you all tomorrow.